Hello, I'd like to give a disclaimer that I'm not a mental health professional. For any queries or mental health related questions, I'd advise you to seek out a mental health professional in a nearby area or online. Hi everyone, my name is Vesta. Welcome to I'm Self a Podcast. I'm your host and today I'm going to be talking about things I've had to unlearn in order to rebuild myself, my sense of identity. So in today's episode, we're going to do things a little differently. I'm going to have other people outside of me sharing their perspectives and some of the things they've had to unlearn and we'll go from there. So stay tuned. I found out sometime, I don't know when, but sometime in my, at some point in my life that Everything that children do is learned behavior. What that means is everything that children do, be it in class, at home, how they ha- how the relationships they have with other children or just how they express themselves is something that they've learned. And it isn't always through a person. Sometimes, as in not like, you know, someone they see every day. Sometimes it's from TV, from YouTube, from school from the internet like there's so many places to pick up characteristics and that's how children actually grow into becoming who they are and when I figured that out I found it really interesting because it made me realize that who I was essentially was based off of what I was seeing around me not because that was who I wanted to be or maybe that's who I completely felt like I was but I was just sort of mimicking and repeating what I was already seeing. So that made me want to consciously and intentionally uh, figure out who I am and figure out which parts of all those things I had to stick with and which parts I had to unlearn. Because I feel like when you're getting different opinions, different views, different perspectives and different sources of information and different sources of inspiration or motivation or whatever it is that helps you build your your sense of self build your confidence build your self-esteem just build your identity honestly there's a lot of noise and there's and because there's so much noise you have to quiet down that noise and filter out all the other things that you don't agree with in order to find that one voice that matches with what you want for yourself. And this is not to say that everything that you are taught or everything you come across, everything that you learn needs to be discarded. No, I just think you have to filter through everything that you've learned in order to figure out what works for you, what's best for you and what you agree with. I'm going to give the floor to the people who are asked because I wanted to have this conversation with other people because I feel like it's important to realize that Some of the things I talk about are not just things I talk about because I want to talk about them or because I'm the only one who believes in them. But these are things that a lot of people are talking about. And I just want, and sometimes maybe you're not willing to take it from me because maybe you don't like me. Maybe you don't agree with some of the things I say. So I wanted to bring different people with different age, in different age groups, with different experiences to share some of the things they've had to unlearn in order to re, to build their sense of identity become who they think they want to be and yeah so let's hear what these people have to say and then i'll come back and i'll just 
give my thoughts and I'll just share a little bit of what I have had to unlearn as well. What it do, what it does, my people. My name is Maverick, 23 years old. And I'm, uh, by nationality, I'm Namibian, but heritage-wise, Angolan. Um, just to name two things. Number one, the first thing I had to unlearn was letting other people's actions, uh, what you call it, dictate my reactions, you know. Secondly, I had to unlearn, which is something I'm still unlearning, is self-doubt. Because I can't move well if my mind is always against me. Yeah. Hi, my name is Shania. I'm 22 and I'm from Burundi. I had to unlearn that my personality is fixed, that who you are is not determined from birth, and it is more based on what you do and how you treat people. That who I am is forever changing and that it's okay. I can't be the person that I was 10 years ago and I won't be the same person in the next 10 years. Emotional, physically, and just as a whole. Thank you. Hi, I am G and I'm a 25-year-old Zimbabwean and something I had to unlearn was um, the victim mentality. As, you know, coming from where I'm coming from, a lot of the times there's always something going on wrong and you find a lot of the times people, you know, find themselves complaining a lot and just sad about the situation. But one thing I realized as I grew up is that regardless of whatever the economic or the political situation was, certain people would still thrive. So once I realized that, I, I came to the conclusion that I had to just focus on what I could control. You know, what can I do about the current situation to make things better for myself? And ever since I started channeling my energy towards what can I do instead of, you know, focusing on what was going wrong, uh, yeah, life has been much better. So I'm glad... Uh, <laughs> I came to that realization and like I'm glad that I had to make that change or that I did make the change, you know. So, yeah, if there's something that I had to unlearn, uh, it would definitely be the, the victim mentality. And it's not that anyone taught me specifically. It's just something that I picked up, you know, from interactions because you find that a lot of the times when you speak to people, they're always complaining about something and how something is unjust, you know. And I kind of had adopted that way of thinking but yeah at some point in my life I made a conscious decision to stray to stray away from it and just focus on what I can do. Hi my name is Light I am 23 years old and I'm half Congolese and half um, colored so what I had to unlearn you know something that I've learned from my family or people close to me that wasn't in alignment with, with who I am is not being able to like express like intimate emotions you know I was never allowed to cry or if I did cry I would always get in trouble because it was I was kind of regarded as like a, a thing about weakness or that you're giving in to your situation and I never really 
I was never really able to like healthily express or process my emotions because um, there wasn't the safe space provided for me to express how I felt and essentially I think it was just because there wasn't like love and compassion shown in my family there was always just like ruckus and problems and just you were never really able to like express how you genuinely felt because it was either invalidated or you were made to feel like you were being dramatic so every time I would express how I felt to people I always felt like they thought I was being dramatic or they thought I was being excessive so um yeah I think Something. Hi, I'm Alex, I'm 32, and I was born in Bulgaria. Over the past few years, I've had to teach myself to exorcise rather than unlearn the mother's voice uh, that lives inside my head, um, and which looks and sounds like my mom from childhood memories um, telling me well a variety of things but mainly things like um, I'm supposed to be this and not that and I'm never gonna grow up to be anything successful or worthwhile and I may as well kill myself and it would make a difference that kind of stuff so it has been a bit of a journey and one of the things that has helped me to do that has been the practice of stoicism um, which i'm actually only realizing now as i say this allowing myself to be myself without being a dictator without trying to enforce something even if it is something that i have decided i want to be has allowed this process of self-discovery and of course there are adjustments to be made along the way but it is um, in my experience quite important to allow yourself to just be and then observe almost as a third party who that turns out to reveal and letting go of that self-judgment and self command is quite difficult and that's as much as i can say in less than two minutes hey my name is bia um so yeah my name's bia <laughs> now i'm 24 years old and i am namibian so some of the things that i've unlearned well recently i've learned to say the word no um and recently, I mean a couple months ago, I've learned to say the word no because all my life I've always said yes to certain, to chills, to parties, to drinking, to smoking, to um, just about anything and everything, financially helping people, um, even though I knew that if I gave cert someone this certain um, money or helped them financially, I know that I would be broke and i would be in trouble financially and i would have to suffer 
um, I always used to put everybody else first before I even put myself first. And I learned how to say no because um, when my my father passed away recently and when that happened, something switched up in me and I said I had enough and I had to get to a certain level. I want to grow. I want to become somebody. I want to level up. Um, so in that, I need to cut off and say no to a lot of things that originally I didn't even want to do in the beginning, you know? So once I did that, I realized that a lot of people actually weren't as supportive as I thought they were. Some people who I thought were my closest friends aren't actually there for me, you know? And it's really interesting to see. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed hearing other people express some of the things they've had to unlearn. For me, I've had to unlearn so many things. Uh, I had to. Re- I feel like for me, I I literally had to just get rid of the entire building, just smash everything down, and just start from the beginning because I'd gotten so confused with how much noise there was, different opinions, different views that I didn't actually know what i what i agreed with so i just started from scratch and i just kind of took at first i took out everything i'd been taught every everything i'd learned and i wanted to form my opinions and then over time when i felt like i'd formed as a foundation i started to take some of those bricks or those things i'd thrown away and i started to take the ones i agreed with and rebuild and remove the ones i didn't agree with because you have to remember it's just like with people's advice it's good to hear people's advice. It's 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 good to have different perspectives. But you also have to remember that sometimes people's advice is based on their experiences. Like sometimes you'll go to someone and you tell them, I want to start a podcast. Um, What do you think? And that person will tell you, oh, that's not a good idea. You don't have a following. I don't think it's going to work. No one really wants to hear what you think. But sometimes that person is giving you that advice based on the fact that they limit themselves. So they're going to limit you in your so they're going to limit you when they give you advice. And sometimes you have to discern whether what someone is saying is best for you or this is someone who's projecting. And I I like to do this thing where I take everything from everyone, right? I listen to everyone. No, I don't take everything. Hold up. I listen to everyone. I give everyone a fair chance to express something, to give their opinion, to express their view. And then I look at who I am, who I know myself to be, who God has shown me that I am, who I've developed, who I know I want to be when I'm alone, when I think of things like that person, that's who I look at. Not the person I present myself as all the time, but the person that I know I truly want to be. So I listen to that person and then I look at what I believe is who I am, right? And then I compare the two. If I feel like what this person is saying doesn't apply to me just because we're different or they're limiting themselves and as a result their advice is a bit limiting i'm not going to take it because sometimes listening to people can become detrimental to who we are i had this thing where i just took everyone's opinions growing up i took everyone's advice i listened to everyone about everything 
which was a mistake because no one should just take everything from everyone because everyone isn't always right about everything sometimes people are right in certain situations but no one knows everything so to take everything from everyone is just not smart so here i was taking everything from everyone and also i think unfortunately because i grew up in a home where there wasn't really room to have an opinion there wasn't really room to disagree without it being taken as disrespect as harsh as this is going to sound i felt like no one really cared what i thought right just not just my parents just everyone around me i just didn't feel like people wanted to hear what i thought even if i was making fair points people just just dismissed it as well you're the last born no one really like people have this thing where they just dismiss you based on your age or people just are so dismissive so what happened is because i didn't want to become i didn't want my parents or the people around me or the authority figures to think i was disrespectful I decided to start taking everything I was being given, advice, opinions, everything. And I didn't even want to get into this story, but I feel like to give you a full picture, just to show you how, just to show you some of the negative sides of taking everything, I have to tell the story. So I wanted to be a psychologist. This is something I wanted to do since I was like fifth or sixth grade. I'm not really sure, but I think it was fifth grade. And I was sure, I don't know, at that time I didn't even understand what it was, but the little that I knew, it resonated well with me. It just, it just felt right. And I know that sounds really corny, but it's true. So I wanted to be a psychologist, but then my parents and everyone else had a different idea. My parents wanted me to do something more, I feel like my mom wanted me to do something more engineering-like, you know, that kind of stuff. That's what they wanted me to do. And... I'd have some siblings that would tell me that, no, I think you should go in this field, you should go in this field. And I was just taking all of that. So over time, I was put in a predicament where I didn't actually have the option to do a lot of the things I wanted to do because my parents ended up changing me from one school to another. So at the one school, I was doing a lot of subjects I really wanted to do. Like I did French, I did history, I did literature. Those were things I wanted to do. And then when I moved to this school, this other school, it didn't offer some of these things. So I had to do things that were more science related because it was a science college. I had to do sciences and I didn't want to do sciences. I didn't just, I just didn't want to do them. It wasn't something I enjoyed. It wasn't something I wanted to do. I just knew I didn't want to pursue it beyond that. So I just felt like it was pointless, but I didn't have the option because I was not paying the school fees and my parents said, we're moving you. So they moved me to that school and I had to start doing physics and a bunch of other stuff. So now my choices had already been limited to science stuff or commercial stuff. So commercial stuff is stuff like business studies, accounting, that kind of thing. And then we had some outliers like history and computers, computer science actually. Now my options were limited and as I got to A-level, A-level in Zimbabwe is after you've done your, what you guys would call matric, I'm sure, you specialize into three major subjects and then you kind of, it makes, and it makes it easier for when you go to university because you've already filtered out so many options and now you just have to choose something that's in that specific field. So if you do something more science related, then you're obviously going to be in the science field. Obviously it could be physics or chemistry or biology. Or you could do something more commercial like business studies, accounts, economics, or they, or you could do something more literal, like, you know, literal arts, that kind of stuff, like literature, history, and all that. So my parents really wanted me to do some engineering stuff, but I really did. I like physics, but it I just did not think it was going to 
I just knew I wouldn't excel at it because I one I didn't enjoy it and I just was not as great. I was okay, I was good, but it did not give great. So I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be in a position where I had to struggle and suffer. So I was like, so now I was looking at my options and then I was having a conversation with someone and they were telling me like, no, I think you should actually go for doing. You should do something in the computer field because there's not a lot of women in the computer science or computer field and you'd have an advantage. So at that time I was a person who I used to gaslight myself to be honest. Like I would literally be in a state of delusion because I was so unhappy that I had to find ways to be happy even in situations where I wasn't happy. So in that situation I knew I didn't want to do any of these things cuz again I've always wanted to be a psychologist. So what I decided to do is I fi- I tried to I decided to look for the positive in it and at that time I was one of those people that was obsessed with Instagram and social media. So I was like, you know what? Let me find out what I can let me do something that will allow me to create my own Instagram. So I started doing my research and then I find out about uh computer science, software engineering, software development, all that stuff. So this was like before my A level, so I so now I was planning ahead cuz I didn't want to I wanted to have the choice. As much as as much as the choice was based out of a lack of choice because remember this wasn't really my initial choice, but I I felt like if I could still choose in those fewer options that I have, I would have a better chance. So I ended up doing math, physics and computer science for A level and then when I came to university I chose computer science and then as time went on I majored into software development. So for the first year I was doing well honestly I wasn't I wasn't really like I wasn't really I didn't question any of it and at this point I think I really lived in a state of delusion because I genuinely had gotten to a place where I actually started to believe I wanted to do this thing and it was something that I loved. Anyway, so for the first year I enjoyed it. I I didn't do too badly. As second semester got on, I was more confident in myself. My grades were good. I had good relationships with my lecturers. Everything was really going well. And then December happened. We went home. And then we were in an we got in we got involved in an accident. It wasn't anything major, but we were in an accident and I also got my bag stolen. <laughs> so it was like in that moment I that moment it was a moment in my life where I was sort of jilted out of delusion and taken back to reality because I developed a sense of toxic positivity where I took everything bad and turned it into something good and I gaslit myself into thinking I was fine with everything, right? So now this thing happens, this horrible thing happens. I get in an accident, my bag gets so and then this bag guys was my laptop my shoes there was a lot of stuff in that bag it wasn't just like oh it's just a bag there was a lot of stuff remember i'm traveling from one country to another so of course i've packed a lot of stuff and i was and in that moment i was so angry i've never been that angry at life at the world at god but i was so angry because i couldn't understand like why would such why would all these things happen to me all at the same time i was in a good place at that time because first year was really like first semester was hard for me i felt like i didn't i didn't transition well from being I didn't transition well from staying in Zimbabwe to coming here. I just had never been to a foreign country so I didn't take that well. But when second semester came I adjusted. I was good. I had friends. I was happy. So when that accident and everything happened, I just didn't understand its purpose and I was so angry. And and now when I look back, 
that moment jilted me out of delusion and it brought me back to reality and because i wasn't now i wasn't in a state of lying to myself or excusing everything and trying to make everything a positive thing i ended up realizing that i actually didn't enjoy doing my degree and it was a very hard realization because i was 2 years in i was like like i was already in it i'd already registered i was already in the position where i had to pursue it i had to continue doing it and it was also confusing because i was now worried like okay i've always known what i wanted to do why would i be in a place where i don't know what i want to do this makes no sense i felt like i was left alone to just kind of fend for myself but then that moment that that moment allowed me to remove all the noise remove all the opinions remove all the stuff i'd carried in order to protect myself from accepting that i genuinely didn't want to do any of these things i didn't agree with a lot of these things and that's when it took me back to realizing that i have always wanted to be a psychologist and this is something i want to pursue and that's when i realized like oh i really want to do this degree and as much as it was hard to get to that place of accepting that i was stuck in a position doing something i didn't love it did bring me peace because i think it would have really been it would have really it would have been a lot if i had gone all the way as in would have gotten the degree got the job tried to pursue the job and everything only to realize it's not something that i love so i say all this i say all this to say be careful of how much you take from people because the intention is not bad and that's what not what i'm saying i'm not saying your parents and your teachers are bad people no but i'm saying you need to stand up in you need to stand up for yourself and you need to be able to discern what's for you and what's not for you because as much as the advice is great advice it's not going to work for you telling someone who's good at cricket that you should pursue going to school and getting a degree in this thing and then having a corporate job is great advice to someone else but for that person it's not because they're great at cricket that's what is inherently in them that's something they will excel at and they will also enjoy it you know so it just goes to show that advice is like a puzzle it's like puzzle pieces not every piece is going to fit in it may look like it's going to fit in it may have the aesthetic of a good piece but if it's not meant to be in that position it won't fit in so it's the same thing just be careful and be discerning and allow yourself to really filter out what people say to you because i also have noticed how sometimes you ask someone something because maybe you're afraid like i'm really afraid i want to start this podcast i don't know if i should do it then you go to someone and you ask them and they tell you that's a bad idea it's not going to work no one listens to podcasts it's not for you and sometimes those people are projecting some people are projecting because it's just who we are we project we do give advice based on our experiences and our opinions and if you if you had listened to that person you would have missed out on whatever that opportunity was going to bring for you if i'd listened to someone who told me not to talk about mental cuz people used to dismiss me all the time you need to stop talking about mental health no one cares people just were very dismissive and stuff but i knew that i i knew what i was saying and i knew what i was saying made sense and i knew that what i was saying would help people and it would be impactful if i'd listened to those people i wouldn't be here now we, we wouldn't be here now having this conversation i wouldn't have this podcast we wouldn't be in the top 25 yes guys we made it to the top 
I know, I know. Subtle flex. We did make it to the top 25. But we wouldn't have done that if I had listened to people and taken their advice based on their limits and what they see for themselves and what they believe is best for me. So I hope you take time to ask yourself, out of everything that you are now, if there are parts of yourself you don't agree with, it's okay to unlearn those things. It's going to it's going to take a while. It's not going to be easy because you've believed in these things. You've probably practiced and believed in these things for years and years. But unlearning will give you the peace of actually developing someone you like, someone you love, someone you're proud of. Because some of the things I was taught and would see around me or I was watching on TV, they did not help me at all. Like TV will have you feeling like, you need to be this size, you need to have this shade of skin, your hair needs to be like this. And it was only when I started to realize, like, when I finally developed my sense of self, that I realized there's nothing wrong with my 4 hair, there's nothing wrong with my skin tone, there's nothing wrong with my Afrocentric features, there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with how I view the world, because that's based on my experiences. If I choose to spread love instead of hate, that's something I want to do. If I choose to say, I think everyone should live life how they want to live it. That's what I think. And that's okay. So take time to unlearn some of these things. Because they don't come from a bad place, most of them. But they also aren't always what's best for you. Because only you know what's best for you. I've said this before. So take time to unlearn. And allow yourself to to relearn other things as well. Sometimes after unlearning some... Sometimes after we... Sometimes after we destroy the house, we have to take back some of those bricks and rebuild because they're still functional, they're still good, and they still apply. So take time to unlearn, relearn, remove, and do everything that you can to build your own identity. Even if other people are not going to agree with it, that's okay because that's who you are. And you have those dreams, you have those thoughts, and you have those visions for a reason. That's what separates you from everyone else. So don't be so afraid of being different or growth or change that you stay in a position or you stay stuck in situations or places or with people you don't like. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you did too. If you did, please... Please don't forget to leave a rating or a review. Let us know what you think. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone else. Bye.